Oh. Yes. It's backdoor cut. It's Micah, it's Brad, it's Friday. Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's waiting. Hit the high point. I What's blew good? It. I hit it way too early. No, I liked it. It, it was out. good. Nobody wanted to hear me sing Rebecca Black's version of Friday. <laughs> but it is Friday. And this is Backdoor Cover. Brad Key, how are you? Who's Rebecca Black? Uh, don't worry about it. Good. Okay, good. I'm doing great, Bubba. How are you? Happy New Weekend, motherfucker. Yeah, happy New Weekend, indeed. Coming in indeed. hot today. What a, what, a tr- what a treat today is. Uh, oh, yeah. Wow, that's a little guy. I- I'm excited for today's podcast. We're going to talk about some sports. There is no football to preview for the first time in, uh, shit, five months. It's a sad, <laughs> sad, sad day. It's every year. This is it's the same exact feeling, just a little bit of loss with impending doom coming as soon as the Super Bowl's over. No more football. Yeah, at least there's going to be March yeah. Madness here this year. Please don't say I just jinxed it. Find some wood to knock fingers, on. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was man. What a slap in the nuts that was last year. Whew. But we don't have football this weekend but there's a lot else going on in sports it's always a good time to kind of check in on the nba the the league is now 20 games into a 72 game season so we're we're really moving along yeah uh we can talk about some college hoop and uh you know some other stuff that's going on there's also nfl news because there's always nfl news um but you know what else you should check out brad tell me mind of mike <laughs> Uh, this week we did a four-part investigative series on the rise and fall of Soul Cycle. It's more interesting than you might think. I saw the uh, I saw the headline in my podcast's feed. I'm looking forward to listening to that one. How they lost their soul? Yeah. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, good, it's, good uh, headline. It's a really interest. It's a really interesting story. I think you'll you'll really like it how uh, SoulCycle became a dominant force in the fitness industry and how it's basically died through COVID and Peloton and What is SoulCycle exactly? Was that, a, it, was that an online thing or was that studio. an in-studio? No, no. It, it's an in... Is that the one where studio. you race each other and there's stuff on up like on a computer screen like up at the front of the class or is that a different one? I'm trying to remember. I, I there's don't so many. Think, I've never done Soul Cycle. I think this is one where you just do a lot of dancing and oh and gosh, those are the worst candles and stuff. Yeah, I think it's you know you, it's not for have us. Have you ever done the dancing ones? I try and avoid the dancing. I'm ones. too big for the bike, so when I do the dance, the bike almost tips over. Oh no! Nobody and I got that. and I got dance moves too. You would be surprised. So yeah, it's it, the dancey uh, the dancey bike riding is it's not my thing. I almost popped a wheelie on one one time. I know your fiance loves the dancing. Yeah, it's it's made for I her. I talked to her about it one time because yeah. we we used to do flywheel, which is the one where you race everybody and yeah. you have power score and all that stuff. Yeah, flywheel yeah. has now gone out of business, but uh, I was talking to her about it. And she's like, "Yeah, I don't like that." I was like, "I thought she's the most alpha person I've ever met." See, it's only if that. she's she like, good "No, at I like the dancing." Yes, if she unless she's beating the shit out of everybody, she doesn't like that. Mm. See, but I did beat the shit out of everybody in those things. I'm good at going fast. I just can't dance on the bike. Yeah. I'm built for speed, Well, check baby. it out on Mind of Micah. Also, 
Did you watch the Tiger documentary, Brad? No, I keep seeing the commercial for it, though. I've been watching some real, real, real nerdy sci-fi stuff on, on HBO, uh, but it keeps serving oh, me the no. ad for Tiger, and I'm like, man, I should really become a man and watch Tiger and stop watching this fantasy stuff, but I'm not doing it. I'm sticking to fantasy. I'll be. I'll get Tiger probably like later this week. Yeah, I think Well, I if you want to hear all about it, uh, the documentaries on HBO, it's two-part, 90-minute each part. Ooh, that's like a lot. three hours total. Yeah. Uh, on Tiger, we did a 90-minute podcast yesterday on too much dip. Why don't you give us your biggest takeaway? Do you have dog. a big takeaway you can give us? Uh, well, there's a there's a lot. It's this is a very interesting story, but you know, I, I think the the parallels to somebody like Michael Jackson or like a child prodigy who yeah. just isn't isn't a well-adjusted human um, are huge. Wasn't and, his dad just you know, a total apparent. psycho? Yeah, and that was something I talked about. Like his dad was really a miserable drunk too, and they didn't really get into that in the video. Yeah, but he was kind the, of uh, disconnected from reality, right? Like he thought Tiger was like yes. a messiah. Well, the whole thing starts with 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 Earl's voice talking about how Tiger is going to uh do more for humankind than any person see, ever born. See, that's with, the kind and, of disconnect. And like I I that's something that we talked about a lot too. I I for me I'm watching it going. I wonder if his dad would have stood up and said, "My son's going to be the best golfer in the world." That's the different. best golfer the world's ever seen. Like if he would have been held to a different standard, if he wouldn't have tried to have this squeaky clean image that he was living a double life. And I like, mean, that's still a lofty statement. The greatest golfer of all time. Yes. The greatest golfer you've ever seen. Exactly. But that's to put, an insane like, statement. Jesus Christ labels on the guy, like, this guy's coming to change the world. Eh, that might, yeah. be, that might be a little over there, out there. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. So it, the documentary's good. It's not perfect, but it's uh, it's worth a watch. And if you're interested in checking it out, go to uh, Too Much Dip and listen to us break it down. And then uh, finally, all, as always, check out Micah's Read of the Week. The newsletter. Uh, I think you'll like it. It's free. The d- subscription link is in the description of this podcast. All right, so let's talk some sports, Brad. Let's go. Uh, where you want to start today, bud? You're the captain, man. You always drive the ship. I'm. I'm trusting you. Our let's lives start are with in your the hands. Texans. Texans, you said. Uh, yeah. Let's start there. Deshaun Watson wants out. Apparently, he publicly asked for a trade like a week ago, mm-hmm. and now this is. This has gone public. See, this is my the question Texans, to you, and you said he'd never leave. They'd never let him go. I would never. I would not trade him. You'd refuse. Uh, the Texans have also hired the the uh, new head coach, David Coley, who is a longtime NFL and college assistant. His first head coaching job. He is sixty five years old. Uh, he was previously, I think, the quarterbacks coach of the Ravens. Uh, this is a bizarre hire for me. I'm just gonna going to say it Hmm. you know like the the texans were the last team to hire there's no other competition there was no reason to hire this guy right now uh supposedly they were waiting to talk to eric Bieniemy. i don't know if they actually did have that conversation or not um i i i guess they did i just i don't understand why you have to make this hire right now can't you make this hire on on next next monday like find the right guy maybe this is the right guy but at least you I don't know. It just seems weird to me. Eric Bieniemy should have been the guy here. Uh, instead, you hire a 65-year-old guy who's never been a coach before. Never like been how, a head how coach. How long is this guy going to? Yeah. How long is this guy going to be your head coach? It's mm. just weird. Unless, I mean, I, who knows? He's this dude's never even been a coordinator. Um, 
All I know is, is they isn't special this year because white coaches get hired without being coordinators all the time. Yeah. The, uh, the Texans are not going to be competitive this year. this year or next year or the year after, whether they have Watson or not. And so you look at that and you're like, okay, well, we can just keep banging our heads against the wall and losing games with this outstanding player. We don't have any first-round draft picks. We don't have anything to rebuild with. Or we trade him. We're going to lose games no matter what, and we can at least start the rebuilding process from the disaster that was O'Brien running their shit into the ground. I think that you have to do that. I, I don't, I mean, it's, I don't know. As a Texans fan, I don't want them to do it. I think they're going to stink no matter what, but at least having Watson is a fun product to watch. So I, I'm, I have two thoughts here. As an organization, I think you trade him and start the rebuilding process. But as a fan, I don't want to see how, because that's going to be so shitty next year. Like no matter who they've got a quarterback, if they lose Watson, I can I mean, they're either it's going to be a rookie they draft or it's going to be someone like a Tua, right? Those are kind of the ideas or the the things that are being floated out there. About oh, they're potentially uh, Miami's get. not going to trade Tua. You don't think so? They're going to end up with the. I, I I still don't think you trade him. I just don't see why you would. Hmm. Uh, he's on under contract. Like he might be miserable there, but you know, two months from now he might be less miserable. I don't know. I still don't think you trade the guy. I just think it's Tua you're a talking about. To, because the idea would be they trade well, I, to and get the Ohio State quarterback, right? Oh, I have no idea. I mean, I don't think two is going to be traded. Interesting. I don't think there's any chance of that. I think he's their guy. Well, um, but I, I don't think I trade Deshaun Watson either. Like, it's crazy from Did an organization the, uh, standpoint, even right? Like, you're you're you think the idea would be to keep Watson and whatever hit strike build around him. Who cares if you suck with for what, the next though? year or two? You don't have any draft it, picks. I, Eh, you got more money for free agents. I don't know. I mean, they're the Texans are a dumpster fire. They're don't gonna have to wrong. get some grocery store clerks and stuff to come in and try out because they ain't getting them out did of the you draft. Hear, uh, did you hear Marcus Spears no, talk about Houston? I hadn't. What do you say? Can I play a clip for you? Yeah, play it for me. All right. Let's see if this. Tell me if you can hear. This. Yeah, it was told to me that they disenfranchised the franchise. That was how it was explained to me. But let me tell let me, Els, let me put you in my car, Dan. Let me put you in my car, even though you don't eat this type of food. And Shefty, you know me and you ride through the hood anytime. We get some grub. All right. Let me tell y'all how, how, how mad you have to be to leave H Town. First, there is this place called Turkey Leg Hut. They have the best turkey legs ever known to man. It's the most popping restaurant in the country. The Everybody visits there when they go to H-Town. Deshaun Watson and James Harden trying to leave H-Town? It's some serious stuff going on. There's this other place called Frenchie's. It's a chicken spot. It's, the, it's some of the best chicken you'll ever eat in H-Town. If you don't know about Frenchie's, you're driving through Houston, go pop off at Frenchie's. If you want a chain restaurant, go to Papado's. Papa in Houston popping right by the Galleria, which if you go in the Galleria at any time, it's great shopping and there's great things to look at in that mall. It has to be serious. Oh, the second thing, let me add this into the conversation, y'all. Y'all know that Texas, you don't pay state taxes? And Deshaun Watson just got a hundred something million dollars and he wants out of there and potentially to go to New York where half his damn contract gonna be gone before he even get paid. That's number that, that's number like seven. Things must be really bad there. Let me first Marcus start Spears. this off here by saying do not go to the Galleria right now. It is a guaranteed way to catch COVID. That place oh, is not oh, safe. I hate to hear that. Yeah, I'm not going to the Galleria. <laughs> I'm telling you right this second. 
But it is a nice place. What about Turkey Leg Hunt? The Turkey Leg... The I Turkey could, Leg Hut is the hottest restaurant in America, according to Marcus Spears. And Papa Do's, if you like the chains, baby. Yeah, steak and shrimp at Papa Do's. What was it? The Turkey Leg? I he almost inspired me to drive to Houston right now. I'm ready for some turkey. Uh, leg. The Turkey Leg Hut I've read about. Okay, it's a it's becoming a very famous place that you get a turkey leg and then they stuff it with like etouffee or crawfish Ooh. or all sorts of shit. That sounds pretty lit. And James Harden was known for eating there. <laughs> So that's that's a real thing. Turkey. If you type in Turkey L, the first thing that pops up is Turkey Leg Hut. Wow. I, you could you imagine how much shit got in James Harden's beard while he's like eating a caveman turkey leg full of etouffee? Oh my god! You, you got anybody who's out there? Just go to the turkey turkeyleghut.com, the turkeyleghut.com. Look at these things. I'm like, oh god. Now I'm hungry. Like this. Here's a giant turkey leg just covered with Cajun crawfish and macaroni and cheese. Holy shit. It's absurd. He was right. I'm going here. I, okay. This is the hottest restaurant in Houston. Michael, what are you hottest doing restaurant tonight? In America. What, what do you got on the agenda this weekend? Oh, I mean, let's go to Houston. <laughs> let's go get a turkey leg. <laughs> Cajun crawfish with mac and cheese poured over a turkey leg. Like that just. It, how about shrimp Alfredo stuffed with dirty rice on top of a turkey leg? This website is so lit. Yeah, it really is. Oh, they've got daiquiris there now, too. Let's go. Wow. Turkey leg hut. Shouts to wow. the turkey leg. They, this is a not this is a purely organic plug here. But Yeah, no, they they goddamn. shouts to Marcus Spears for getting the word out. I'm I mean, I'm I'm, uh, I'm going to follow these dudes on Instagram. I, I'm I'm in. I'm all in on the turkey leg. I love it. I love it. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> So that's uh, things in Houston are terrible, basically. Except for the turkey. Like, can leg. you imagine James Harden forced his way out? If Deshaun Watson actually gets traded, uh, the Astros top Springer sign other places. The Astros, the Houston sports scene is just not great right now. The Rockets are kind just of tight right now. I think you're wrong. They've won four in a row. They're fun, man. Um, they're really fun to watch. They, I enjoy the product that they put on the court, and they're not expected to be good. So. I'm I'm going into it not with not very high expectations and I'm leaving with kind of a little bit of joy out of watching them. So, eh, there's some there's a few little bright spots. They're fun to watch. They're kind of endearing. They got a bunch of guys that are on the tail end of their career and people have kind of written them off and Wall and Cousins and those guys like it's fun. I'm rooting for them. But you're right, the Texans. Jesus, it is it is dark for the Houston Texans. But yeah, it is what it is. I agree. We already knew it was going to be dark going into it. We we could see this from miles out. It's true. But it is what it is. So what else is there on the agenda here? Let's go to the NBA. Uh, things are not looking good for the Pelicans. I think they're 5-10. and 10. Uh, There's a lot of talk about trading Lonzo Ball, which I would do because he is a loser and he stinks. <laughs> eh. I would too. I'd trade him. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, he, I, it depends on what you can get for him. If you can get a reasonable asset for him, I think you trade him. I think he is a good player. I think he should generate a a decent return. Now, whether or not there are teams that are willing to take him on and have decent assets, they're willing to part with to get him. I don't know about that. I kind of doubt it. Um. Maybe like Alonzo uh, Mello reunion in, in Charlotte. Maybe that's something that could happen. That would be fun. Uh, 
I can't really think of of anyone who would trade something of quality though for for you know like I'm I'm kind of at a loss for no, what, who would trade for him. I think they should trade him. Um, but yeah, the real problem with that team is they don't play any defense. Like they've yeah. got elite offensive players and shit for defense. Bledsoe can can ball out, can defense, can play defense. Excuse me, but you know, other than that, like these guys. And especially Zion, man, like he came into the league looking like this beast, this inhuman, like, well, superhuman, I should say, superhuman uh, physical specimen that can get out, jump out the gym, block shots, recover if he gets behind uh, on a play when he's playing defense. But it almost looks like he's playing with no passion on the defensive end of the of the court. Um, I don't know. Things are things are down in, in Pelicans land. What's your Pelicans did win uh, last night, so they're now six and ten. They're second to last in the Western Conference. The only team worse is Minnesota, perpetually at the bottom, along with Sacramento. Those three teams are always at the bottom of the West. Yeah, uh, Minnesota. The, the other such big story for luck. me is how bad Russell uh, Westbrook has been. Yeah, and the Wizards. They're three and eleven. They stink. They're terrible. They have the worst record in the league. Hey, I'm just, just. I'm not trying to brag here, but. Who came out on top in that uh, in that argument, Houston or Washington? I'm just I'm wondering at the uh, quarter season mark who who's the winner in that trade. I mean, I hate to give you credit Ooh. here. They're both Ooh. losers, basically. We got a first round uh, draft pick in H Town and John Wall, who's balling out. That's true. The Rockets are eight and nine, playing pretty good basketball, won four in a row. Uh, the top of the the West right now is Utah at fourteen and four. Lakers got beat last night in Detroit, but Anthony Davis did not play. Uh, Clippers and Lakers and Nuggets in the top four. Spurs sitting there in the fifth spot at the moment. This is going to be a good race in the West, as it always is. You know what they're you having a, about the a playoff. Uh, they're fun. Are they, they fun? A lot of youth. You like them? Yeah, these guards are exciting, and uh, they they play. Man, is a kid's name Lonnie Walker that came out of Miami? Defense. Yes. Yeah, he's. I remember him coming out of college. I haven't seen much of the Spurs. Is he coming around? Because I know he was struggling to get into the lineup when he first came into the league, but he was such an athlete. Yeah, like, they're playing all the young guys. Yeah. Um, they're playing White and Walker and, and DeJounte. And, DeJounte, uh, a great name. DeJounte's a, he's balling. You know, DeJounte's ex-girlfriend is now uh, dating uh, uh, Deshaun Watson. Whoa. Okay. I guess I don't know. It's probably an upgrade for her. So you're she's telling me she likes model. athletes? Yeah, she's an, uh, athletes like her. Mm. I think is what I'm telling you. Okay. Uh, it seemed like a real toxic relationship with Dejounte. I followed him on Instagram, and he was things didn't seem to be going well there. So I'm happy for everybody involved. I guess. Yeah, gotta get out of those uh, toxic relationships, bud. Got to. Got to. Other uh, other news around the association the Knicks are staying in a playoff spot in the moment in the East at 8 and 11 which is fun I like it when New York's good uh and of course Brooklyn at 12 and 8 is firmly in the playoffs and you know we got a long way to go here but um the Kyrie experiment with with Harden and and uh, Mm -hmm. Durant has been you know pretty fun we'll see they've got they got another uh 50 games to figure it out Durant looks incredible, man. He just—it looks yeah, like he never he missed really a beat. He just—he left for a year and a half, and he's back and just balling. He looks so good. He's averaging thirty and a half, uh, 
love to see it, man. I was really hoping he would bounce back to not maybe I didn't think he'd get to a hundred percent, but it's it's pretty damn close. I was just hoping for ninety, and it, he looks damn good. So that's really encouraging to see him still able to play, still able to move after a really devastating injury. Yeah, Philly has the best record in the East uh, with Doc Rivers, and Embiid has been excellent this year. They're ten and one at home. Uh, you know, that's sort of a quick check in. I uh, uh, you got any yeah, any other things that popped to mind? Well, just the Embiid for MVP conversation that have been going around the pods. Sounds like he and and LeBron are pretty much one A one B at the moment. Um, Philly with that really strong record first in the East and be playing out of his mind. So we'll see, keep an eye on that. But uh, that would be interesting to see Embiid and a big man ascend to MVP caliber status. Hadn't seen a big man win MVP in a while. Yeah. Uh, it's been like a, a very long time. Yeah. I probably, I think Shaq won an MVP once. I'm, I, that's certainly he did. mine. David Robinson won an MVP, I think. What I think about a uh, a what about Superman, that ding-dong? No, nah, Dwight never got anywhere near an MVP. <laughs> I mean, I think he finished in the top five, but yeah. he, he never never won. Uh, I had a bet with Coach Bobby that, that he would never win the MVP. Well, I think I'd Coach take Bobby that bet, 100 case of beer or something. You probably. Yeah. He's going to get you a case of Natty, but. Uh, well, I mean, when we made the bet, we were probably drinking Natty, so that'll <laughs> tell you how long ago it's been. You should have collected interest uh, you, on that bet. You want to talk some college hoops? Yeah, let's look at it. Uh, Gonzaga remains undefeated uh, and ranked number one as we barrel towards what should be an NCAA tournament. Duke currently has uh, either a losing record or is it 500. They stink. Kentucky stinks. Yeah, the two. The two North Carolina isn't very good. Biggest the blue bloods. Blue bloods are having a weird yeah. year. Let's see. That's interesting, man. Yeah, I knew Kentucky was stinking it up. I didn't realize Duke was that bad. Christ, they're one and nine. Could that be right? No. What is this? Hold on. Duke? No, 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 no. You you're way wrong there. I'm in a wrong category here. Okay. All right. Interesting. What you looking at? Uh, the Big Twelve has been is just loaded. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. And the state of Texas is actually loaded. At one point, I think there's four or five teams from the state of Texas in the top ten. Yeah, which is kind of kind of crazy. Uh, Texas, our hometown team here, was ranked number five. I don't know. They did lose on Monday, so they'll probably go down a little bit. But um, clearing the record, Baylor Duke is, is six and five. Baylor's the number two team. Houston at six. Tech at at ten. So there's four teams from the, the state of Texas in the top top ten, which is pretty. That coach pretty in wild. Lubbock, Texas Tech, they they have been good ever since he got there. Um, yeah, that dude knows what he's doing. He's, Chris Beard. Yeah, he's a good coach, man. Either that, or he's cheating his no ass doubt. off, or both. I don't. I don't think so. I, I think don't he either. Just knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Gonzaga, Baylor, Villanova, Michigan, Texas, the top five in both polls right now. Texas being good's um, fun, man. Alabama is is looking pretty good in the SEC. They're they're ranked in the top ten. Uh, I, I don't know how I feel about you know Alabama dominating in football and actually being good at basketball, but that's basically where we are, unfortunately. Yeah, they're number um, nine right now. Is that right? Yeah, they're 
nine or eight in the coaches poll at the moment. How about uh, the Missouri Tigers at twelve? Well, we we're gonna go down a little bit after <laughs> uh, after losing this week. They play TCU on Saturday. Uh, you know, Kansas is still bouncing around, but this could be the year uh, that that Baylor gets. Um, Gets the Big 12 championship. What are they at? Like 15 or 18 years in a row or something? It's been a long time. It's been too goddamn long. long It's how long it's been. No doubt. No doubt. Um, So we'll see. There should be some some good games. Uh, You know, it's about time to start paying attention if you haven't yet. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Looking at the Saturday slate, uh, there's some. uh, This is Big 12 SEC. Uh, matchup on Saturday across all the the challenge. Kansas yeah. at Tennessee should be a good one. Texas at Kentucky should be good. Alabama at Oklahoma should be good. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of lot of lot of stuff happening here. The Longhorns better beat the shit out of uh, Kentucky. This is your this is your year because it ain't gonna happen most years. But this is the one. Your top five team. Kentucky's obviously reeling. Uh, take advantage of that. Get get a little revenge because them boys in Kentucky, they're going to be good again soon. And then coming up next Tuesday, Baylor at Texas, two versus five at the moment. That'll change after Texas lost this week. But Looks so. like Jayhawks are five and four in conference play, so they're way out of it. Uh, eight and uh, behind Baylor. We've said this like a hundred times before. so <laughs> That's true. Anything can happen. Fair point. But yeah, this, this looks like the year. Baylor starting eight and oh in conference. Uh, and as you mentioned, Kansas only five and four. So there's there's some room uh, to actually see this thing happen. But those guys could get hot. I don't know, Brad. I don't have much else. How about Anything this? How about this for about? the season ender for Kansas? The last three games of the, the uh, regular season, they got Tech, they got Texas, they got Baylor. They got the top three teams in the Big Twelve to Ooh. close out their season. So that's gonna be. Uh, That'll that'll do it though. If you can beat all those guys, that's gonna pole vault you up the ranks. So we'll see. They've got a shot at it, but it's uh it's a long one. I'm rooting against them. I don't know about you. In fact, I do know about me you. too. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know me. So <sighs> I hate them. I hate Bill Self too. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna watch some college basketball this weekend. That's a good use of time. Maybe a little Tory Pines idea. golf. The, the PGA oh, yeah, tours and Tory Pines. Oh, that's always fun. Mm-hmm. Who's uh, who's the favorite there this weekend? Uh, Rory's up there. After Thursday? There's a there is a bunch of guys that played really really well last uh, yesterday. I haven't checked what's going on at the moment. I guess they're West Coast, so they probably haven't gotten much activity going yet. Aaron Norin, A Norin, who is that from Sweden? <laughs> yeah, and uh, Patrick Reed are both tied for the lead at eight at eight under after uh, Thursday. So Alex. Alex Noren yeah. and Patrick Reader at the top of the leaderboard there. At the moment, shot eight unders in round one. So the interesting part about this whole thing is there's two courses uh, there, and the north course is the easier course, uh, and, and all of the low scores, the majority of them, came from the north course. So they, uh, they That's switch. good insight, Brad. Yeah, they switched today, so now everybody plays the opposites. And so we'll see. It, it's supposed to balance out, but it is also supposed to rain really hard today. Uh, in La Jolla, so we'll see. But uh, pretty interesting. Scotty Scheffler, young guy, young up and comer, 
really good golfer. He's in third right now at seven under. I'd, I'd keep an eye on him. I like watching his game. Kind of looks like a frat guy. He wears his hat with like a rope hat every day, every week. Uh, TFM. Yeah. Total frat guy. Not bad. All right. Pretty good episode, bud. Let's get out of here. Let me give you that. We'll be back next week with our fifth annual Woo. backdoor cover Super Bowl prop bet extravaganza. The best episode of the, of the year. We'll, we'll get Elgars. We'll get the whole squad together. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to put all of our money on stuff. It's going to be so fun. Check out Mind and Micah. Check out Too Much Dip. Until next time, bye bye Thanks for listening. <laughs>